So today we're going to be talking about all things protein, including what are the benefits of eating protein, how much you should eat per day, what are the best sources of protein, how safe it is to have protein, does it help with weight loss, how does it affect muscle growth, and what is the timing of eating protein. So all these questions will be answered, and um, let's get into it. Welcome to 40 Plus Fitness. I'm Lynn, and this is the show where I share strategies and practical tips to help you stay fit so you can look and feel young after 40. So first thing to say is that protein is an essential macronutrient and plays a super important role in your body besides just building muscles. It's important for a healthy immune system. It's a component of many tissues in your body aside from muscle, like skin and hair and nails and your organs. And then it's also involved in hormone production, enzyme production, and so much more. So while we in this podcast are really focusing on the fitness perspective, it's clear that nobody should be neglecting their protein or any other macronutrient for that matter. So getting enough protein is essential for building muscle and also for maintaining muscle. And why is that? So muscle is made up of amino acids and protein is our source of amino acids. And trying to build muscle or maintain muscle without having these amino acids is like trying to build a brick house without bricks. And, and actually, even if you're not interested in building muscle, you should be interested in at least holding onto the muscle that you have. Now, there's that natural decline in muscle mass that happens with age if you're not weight training. And eating enough protein can slow that down to some degree. Personally, I think every single healthy person or even reasonably healthy person, so if you're not like exceptional, just been in a terrible accident, heart attack, whatever, you should be thinking about your muscles and including weight training in your fitness program. More about why weight training is so important, you can check out, I think it was podcast number two about the benefits of weight training. But so how much protein do you actually need? Now, recommendations vary. I have noticed that the recommendations in different countries also vary. So what the U.S. is saying is different than what they're saying here where I live in Finland. But the guideline that I go by, which has been recommended by very many nutritionists for building and maintaining muscle in perimenopause and menopause is to aim for up to about one gram per pound of body weight. So uh, if you're very overweight, though, that won't work just like that. So if you're very overweight, then think about it as one gram per pound of your ideal body weight. Otherwise, it gets to be like really ridiculous amounts. And the thing to know, or one thing to be aware of for us who are 40 plus, I'm now 52, <laughs> is that your body actually gets worse at utilizing the protein you eat. 
So, so don't think that as you get older, this is going to be less important that this is only for young people and this kind of thing. Actually, it's the other way around that you should be paying more and more attention to this as you get older. I think about my own mom and oh my God, she eats so little protein. She eats so little food overall, but really very, very little protein. She thinks, oh, I have two slices of cheese on my sandwich every day. That has protein. Uh, yeah. So the thing about protein is that you probably are getting less than what you think you're getting. And the only way to really figure that out is to measure. And I know that measuring and tracking is not necessarily something that everybody wants to do. It may trigger some people, but if you think of this more as a, I'm trying to find out about my health and well-being, not as a diet kind of tracking, um, maybe that will help you get over this. But it was so eye-opening for me. So if you are able to, then I would say track what you're eating, everything that you eat, actually, for about a week. Choose a week that's kind of your normal life week. I know it can be challenging if you're eating lunch out or whatever, but like try to get some kind of a sense. The reason that I'd like you to track everything and not just your protein is that uh, when you notice, which I'm pretty sure you'll notice, that your protein levels are too low and you start to increase them, you don't want to make the mistake of kind of just increasing protein and not decreasing something else, right? Because if you simply add more protein to your diet, you're going to increase the calories in your diet, which over time will increase your body weight. And for some people, if that's something that you need, if you are too skinny and you're putting weight on, then no problem. You don't need to worry about that aspect of it. But I think most of us are in the other camp where we're either happy with our body weight and we're able to maintain it nicely right now, and or that we are a little bit overweight and we want to reduce the amount of fat in our body. So, so important for two reasons, like to actually track how much your how much protein you're eating and how many calories you're eating overall, so that you can make sure that as you increase your protein, you're not also increasing your calories. So protein, uh, another thing about it is that you actually need to eat it every day. Amino acids are something that we don't actually store in our body for later use. So you need to have protein daily. Um, and that recommendation, especially for women going through the menopause transition and in peri uh, post-menopause, you should aim to get a nice protein boost after your workouts. So this would be a boost of like 30 to 40 grams after you finish your training. And the reason for that is that it will help to decrease the amount of breakdown of your muscle that happens as a result of the workout. Plus your body is more receptive to the protein then. This is unique to women. It's different than men. So if you've been watching man influencers, out there, they'll say, oh, the, pro you know, the feeding window is much larger. Yes, men and women are not the same in this regard. Um, and then one thing to know about the amino acids 
is that there's one that gets talked about a lot, which is leucine. And leucine is known as the trigger for muscle growth and also for shutting down the breakdown of muscle after exercise. So that's one of the amino acids you want to make sure that your protein source has in it when you are getting that protein after your workouts. So what are some sources of that? Well, whey protein is the one that I use. I I have protein shakes after my workouts, but other great sources include chicken, legumes, beans, salmon, brown rice, beef, tuna, firm tofu, milk, ricotta cheese, chia and flax seeds, and eggs. So you can find it in a lot of different protein sources. So one question that you get asked a lot is, is eating too much protein dangerous? There's fairly strong evidence that there's no danger to eating too much or eating a lot of protein if you are a normal, healthy person. Now, if you have a pre-existing kidney or liver condition, then that is a totally different issue, right? So those, if you fall into that camp, then please consult your doctor and your dietitian to find out what is the right way to go for you. But if you're a healthy individual, there should be no problem with this. Now, that said, I would say that um, let's not go overboard with the protein either, um, because if you start putting so much protein, then you might neglect the other macronutrients. And they are also very important for us, like the fats, as far as our uh, cell structure and our hormones and carbohydrates for fueling our activities, right? So you need everything. So if you go like too far on the protein scale, then you may be neglecting some of these other things. Now, another thing to keep in mind is that how your body reacts to eating more protein is quite individual. So if you're starting to increase your protein amounts, then do it gradually and see how your digestive system adapts. I know that a lot of people have issues with whey protein and getting very gassy. I fortunately don't. I had maybe a little bit of that kind of feeling when I first started eating whey, but nowadays, no problem at all. I can just like have it on an empty stomach right after a workout. No problem. The thing is to do like small increments. And the other thing is that I'm always, always a proponent of building healthy habits. And so if you are, Let's say you find out that you're eating a third of the protein that you're supposed to be eating, like tripling your protein in a day is like, that is going to be very difficult to maintain. So rather slowly build up more habits of increasing protein by making different choices with your foods and over time, you know, build up that protein amount so that in the end you're eating enough protein. We want sustainable habits, right? If you go overboard and then you're like, oh, I can't do this anymore. And then you go all the way back to eating almost no protein. That's not a result that we want here. So some little side benefits that might help you also feel better about eating your protein is 
that uh, protein does make you feel more full. And I have really noticed this now. I've boosted my protein up uh, recently because I am in a calorie deficit. So I wanted to make sure I'm having enough protein because it does help with the satiety issues. Now I'm eating more protein and I'm actually eating fewer calories and I'm not hungry. Try it and see how it works for you. Um, but I have definitely, definitely noticed that. And and uh, I used to feel like these kind of weird cravings that I didn't know exactly what I was craving, but then I would just eat a little bit more of whatever I had and it still didn't help. So I'd eat a little bit more. And, and now that I've been eating a lot more protein, I haven't had that anymore. So maybe it was just protein that I needed. And protein actually takes more energy to digest than other macros do. And uh, I mean, this isn't like some huge difference that, oh my God, you're going to lose all this weight, you know, in a few weeks of eating more protein. No, but if you shift, like if you have the same amount of calories and you're having more of them from protein, over time, this savings of, you know, tens of calories per day is going to start adding up. And let's say over the course of a year, you're going to lose a little bit of weight. And when you pile a lot of little habits like that, you know, you're constantly moving in the right direction and makes weight maintenance easier. So, okay. So those are all the reasons why you should get the protein. Yes, it's safe to get it. You should be getting it every day. You should be getting enough, but then how do you do that in practice? And, and that's, you know, when the rubber hits the road, like how do you actually make it happen? So really recommend the first step is to figure out how much you are getting now. So spend that week just measuring and tracking everything you eat. Get one of those little food scales and just, oh, it's it's a pain in the butt. Completely agree. It is not fun measuring and all that. And especially in the beginning when you're learning how to do it, it is super slow, but just measure everything that goes into your mouth. And then at the end of the week, look at how much protein that you're actually getting over the course of the week and also how many calories. Because like I said before, you want to make sure that as you increase your protein intake, you're not increasing your overall calorie intake. So this kind of advice that, oh, if you normally have one, one breast of chicken, have two well, if you actually did that with every single one of your meals, you're going to be increasing your calories in a day a ton. So if you're going to add a second chicken breast, you need to take out something else from your day. I'll use myself as an example of how I manage to get in the protein amount. And uh, I kind of hesitate to do this because, I mean, I'm going to show you just the protein amount. I I am somebody who is okay with eating really like the same thing over and over again. I'm not some sort of foodie and I am pretty good about like tracking and all those kinds of things. And my diet is not perfect. I know like I am working on now the protein aspect of it. And next I'm going to be adding more fiber into my diet because that's also very important. But this will give you some ideas of how like I've thought through how to get enough protein in my day. My starting point is that I weigh 145 pounds. 
So my body and my body composition is good. So I'm not extremely overweight. So my goal is to eat 145 grams of protein a day. And so I've cut that into smaller chunks. I eat four meals a day. So I have breakfast, lunch, a snack, and dinner. And then I also have my after workout um, protein shake. So the way I have thought about this is, yeah, and the protein shake, I sort of think of it as separate from from, uh, one of my four main meals. So I'm using the whey powder after my uh, workouts, and I make sure that I'm getting like 30 to 40 grams of my daily protein in that protein shake. And even if I'm not working out in a day, I'll have that at some point as like a snack, right? So that I can maintain this uh, 145 grams of protein. So that leaves the rest of it to be distributed among my four meals a day. So for each of those meals, that means 30, uh, 25 to 35 grams of protein. So what I've done is I cook in advance a big batch of something that has protein in it. So lately what I've been making is a spaghetti sauce that is basically like ground beef, onions, and tomato sauce, right? And then spices. So very straightforward, takes me a few minutes, costs almost nothing. Make a big batch of that. Or another one that I really like is ground chicken. And I put some various spices in it. It has um, more of an Asian flavor. So I've got Italian meal, Asian meal. And um, yeah, and I've been sort of rotating those. So this just shows you how boringly I can eat. And with those, of course, I have either pasta or rice or something um, and then fruits and vegetables. But I'm now going to only talk about the protein part. So for lunch, I will actually have the spaghetti sauce And I don't rely on just the spaghetti sauce for my protein. I also add to it uh, non-fat cottage cheese, like 50 to 100 grams, because actually the density of protein per calorie in the cottage cheese is better. So that sort of increases my protein amount in my lunch without increasing the calorie amount significantly. And then... Oh, oh, so I actually forgot the breakfast. Yeah, so, so breakfast is always going to be two eggs cooked somehow. So like I cycle through how I cook them and that's what brings me the variety. So I have like scrambled eggs or else I'll have uh, hard boiled eggs or sunny side up eggs. And to me, those, those taste different enough that that gives me enough variety Then I'll have a slice of bread with that. So I change up what slice of bread, bread, like the breads that I use have pretty much the same calories and then some kind of veggie. Like I'll have, uh, I really love these little tomatoes nowadays. So I have that. And then along with that as my other main protein source is I have something called skur. And I'm not sure if that's available everywhere, but it is a high protein um, dairy product which is a little bit like yogurt. Before I used to have Greek yogurt. So there's another option for you, Greek yogurt. But find some things that that you like that are easy to keep in the fridge. Um, I actually usually have hard-boiled eggs in the fridge 
as a snack in case I like get hungry. And then I'm sure that I'm getting something that's healthy and has enough protein in it. Yeah. Okay. So that was my breakfast. <laughs> and then my lunch, which I already started with, which was the ground beef or ground chicken and, um, and plus the cottage cheese as an extra. And with that, I'll have some veggies and, uh, and then some pasta or rice. Then as an afternoon snack there, it's a smaller amount of food, but I use something that's very high protein. So I have the cottage cheese. Usually that's what I has been my go-to right now. Cottage cheese with the mini tomatoes or some skur or some canned tuna, something, something like that. That's healthy. And I'm like a piece of bread with it. So it's not like I'll just eat that. I, I get making sure I'm getting enough calories and enough of everything. And then my, I have my whey protein, usually somewhere between the snack and my dinner, because that's when I work out. And, um, and then at dinner, I have pretty much the same kind of thing that I have at lunch. So I have some meat and then some other things with it, but I just make sure that I'm getting like the 25 to 35 grams of protein. So for dinner, another option could be I keep frozen shrimp in my fridge. I might have frozen shrimp and then take some frozen vegetables and just make a quick stir fry. Like I, I hate cooking. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but, but like cooking is not how I want to spend my days. So I try to make things that are easy and that I can make a big batch and reheat and eat for many, many days. And I mean, so that's it. It's it's not any more complicated like that than that for me. And I don't think that that has been very expensive. Some tips, uh, if you live in certain countries, you may be able to find like protein enriched bread. Yay, eat that. You know, why wouldn't you eat that? I have not been able to find it here. If If somebody is listening to this and they live in Finland, please let me know how I can get protein enriched bread or something like that because because yeah it it is challenging if you have to really rely on meats and and milk and and yogurt kind of products oh and then the other thing that i have started doing is so i'm not a big candy person but sometimes you want to have something sweet okay the skur is sweetened with uh well i like the strawberry and the raspberry flavor and by the way, I check them because the different flavors actually have different levels of protein versus calories. So I try to get the ones that have the most like protein bang for my calorie buck, if you get that idea. But my candy nowadays, my candy nowadays are protein bars. Ah, they are so delicious. <laughs> so I probably have one of those a day. Uh, you know, on my coffee break or something. That's my my treat for myself, which is still, you know, a fairly healthy treat. And luckily they cost quite a lot. So they're like a, a euro a piece. So I try to limit to having just one a day, but that's been sort of my go-to um, treat for myself. And I have to say, I don't feel at all deprived. I don't feel like, no, I can't eat certain things uh, I'm not going, you know, to that extreme. And I had my birthday um, last weekend and I went out to eat twice in one day. And I just made food choices that are, you know, um, where the meals had a lot of protein in them. So at lunch, I had a salmon 
salads and I didn't have any dressing. I've gotten used to eating salad without dressing, but so I had a big chunk of salmon there. And then the dinner was at a tapas place. So I chose tapas that had more like, you know, protein sources in there. And I mean, Hey, the point is that this is like habits that you're building for the rest of your life. And if your everyday, you know, your normal Monday through Friday is, you know, getting in enough protein, the fact that you're not getting enough protein on Saturday or Sunday, or, you know, when you go out to dinner or whatever, it's really not going to make that much of a difference in, in the long run. What's important is that your habit, your normal standard thing that you do is, you know, higher protein. Yeah. So I think that, uh, that those were the main issues. I'm just looking through my notes. I think those were the main issues that I wanted to cover today. I hope that answered your main questions. If you have any others, then please feel free to hit me up in my DMs. Uh, did you learn something new? Let me know. That would be great. But the key takeaways uh, from today are that, you know, protein is really important for muscle maintenance and muscle growth, but also for a whole host of other bodily functions. So eat enough protein. And it's wonderful because it is going to make you keep you feeling fuller longer. And that is nice because most of us, you know, we're not like trying to feed ourselves. We're trying to not overeat, right? And the sad fact is that you are probably not getting enough protein. In fact, if I had to bet, unless you guys have already been like measuring and are consciously doing it, but those of you who haven't measured, aren't consciously trying, or even if you are consciously trying to eat more protein, but you haven't been measuring, I still would bet that you're not getting enough protein. So I, I do encourage you to track and find that out, you know, take a normal, normal week of yours and measure and track and see where you are. So you want to aim for this like 0.7 to one gram per pound of body weight per day and um, translated into grams per kilogram. It's like one and a half to 2.2 grams per kilogram. And then if you see that you're not getting enough, then gradually work your way by, you know, to getting enough protein through changes, you know, slow changes in your weekly habits. It might be that having a couple of eggs uh, in the morning for breakfast rather than cereal, right? Switch that and, and see how that goes. And, um, and you can distribute it throughout the day. That's fine. But if you can get that boost of 30 to 40 grams of protein after your workout to stimulate the mu muscle protein synthesis and to halt the catabolic processes in your body. So I hope this was helpful. Uh, if you know somebody who needs some education around protein, then please feel free to share. And if you have any questions or comments, I love to hear from you. Um, in fact, this episode topic is based on a request from one of my listeners. So that was really exciting. Uh, you can reach me on Instagram at uh, bfitafter40 under slash with Lynn, or you can contact me through my website. All the links are actually down in the show notes.
And um, yeah, happy training and talk to you next time.